Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to ask you, uh, between now and two o'clock, if you think it's helpful or harmful to give money to someone begging on the street. Now, the cold days and nights are here. Uh, Christmas is on the way. And all of this usually means, doesn't it, that the heartstrings are pulled at uh, where we see someone begging on the street. But today I want to know if you are doing more harm than good. Uh, if you throw a few coins or a few notes into the cup of someone begging. I read a very interesting story actually from the UK today uh, with a headline that reads Public Generosity Not Helping City Beggars, says Council Official. Uh, the article goes on to say that council officials in Nottingham in the UK have said that the problem, problem of begging has become mind-blowing in recent times. Um, Kim Pike, the council's rough sleeping coordinator, said despite the generosity shown to some rough sleepers, uh, the cash is not enough to break the cycle of hope homelessness and warned donations could prove harmful. Uh, Miss Pike said it was important to distinguish, she says, between street beggars and individuals who are genuinely homeless. And she said there are two pools of thinking. People tend to think people who beg and rough sleepers are all part of the same, uh, excuse me, all part of the same group. Uh, there is no middle ground, however, and there needs to be. Uh, we need to be able to separate that. And another official said uh, in this article that most of the people we see begging are not homeless and do have somewhere to stay, but that doesn't mean they don't have serious problems in their lives or that they don't need or deserve help. Uh, they go on to say that uh, some beggars are receiving huge sums of money annually and that it can, fee- it can feed addiction and keep someone begging uh, in the long term as well. So today I want to know if you have have in the past or would be likely to in the f- in the future to throw a few coins or as I say even a couple of notes into a person's cup uh, that might be begging and would a story like that from the UK make you think twice about it I remember reading another article actually uh, a couple of years ago from the States and I'm not too sure whether this law is still in place but uh, officials were bringing in a law to ban people giving money and food as well to beggars um, in a particular park because it was counterproductive they said to the welfare of those individuals who were begging Uh, food donations they said also meant that there was no incentive for those people to get off the street. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, do you think it is helpful or harmful to give money to someone begging in the streets? Eighteen fifty four ten four nine four or WhatsApp oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. It actually did coincidentally happen to me the other day at a gar- outside a garage uh, where a gentleman was begging, and I was sitting in the garage for quite some time actually for whatever reason it was. So I was able to observe it for a few minutes, and he was getting cups of coffee, he was getting bars of chocolate, uh, and also quite a lot of money as well. And I guess. It it was, you know, it was very cold. Um, he was sitting shivering outside the garage and I said to him, hey, can I get you something to eat? And he just asked for some milk and his coffee uh, that someone else had, uh, had given to him. But some people would think that I am doing a disservice to that person. And I want to know what you think. 1850-410-494 or 087-188-0008. Jude, you're first on this, you're live in Classic Hits. How are you, Jude? Hanging in there, not too bad at all. Good stuff. Uh, what do you think? Is it helpful? Would you ever give to a homeless person or a person who's begging on the street for whatever reason? No, I wouldn't give them anything at all because all they want is your hard earned for nothing. Right. Most of the most beggars are professionals. Most are, and life or you or no one else owes beggars nothing. I wouldn't give them nothing. Nothing but abuse. That's all I'd give them. Abuse. Why would you give someone abuse who's begging on the street? But I would have, but if they were begging to me and annoying me, I didn't tell them where to go in no uncertain terms if they kept on begging them in front of my face. Or if I was at um, an ATM and they were 
at me, I would give them nothing but abuse because they want my hard earned. I don't owe them a living. It's not my fault they're in that circumstance. And as a, matter most, of, as a matter of interest, if someone like me was to throw someone a few bob, would you abuse me? Would you say anything to me? No, I wouldn't. That's your own business. What you do with your money is your business and your business alone. I wouldn't. I, that's your business. I wouldn't abuse you, but I would think to myself, Jesus, you know, you suffer fools, you know. But but you're not you're not kind of considering what they may spend the money on. You don't give a fiddlers. You just don't want to oh, give I your hard earned money. Yeah, but I did, and that's right. They spend the money on drink, drugs, or whatever. Because if they were to save all the money they got, why are they still back in the same place over and over again, begging and begging again? Let's face it, that money is you might as well get a lighter and burn. Your, the money you but have you, but you, there is no doubt about it um, that there are certain uh, beggars out there who are professional beggars who will do it and there, there are rackets and that has all been exposed in the past um, and that's up to your own judgement to, to decide whether you think that person is a, a professional beggar or not but if you see somebody like I saw the young guy outside the garage the other day shivering and looking for a few quid and I'm thinking to myself I'm in a hot warm car uh, heading down the country on a, on a couple of days for the weekend and this guy no matter what his circumstance I can't imagine anyone would wish to sit out in the cold looking for money like that. And I say to myself, do you know what? Now, I, I, funny enough, I didn't give him money. I'm not, and that's not to say I wouldn't, but I, you know, offered him food or whatever. It was no, no big deal. Well, I wouldn't. And one of the reasons why is there's plenty of people like you who suffer fools easily. And that's great. What you do with your money, is, that's your business. But I wouldn't give them anything because like, they're not doing anything. They're not even helping themselves. All they're doing is just... They're like parasites and they just want what you earned, but they don't want to earn money at all. They want to do it by begging. They want money from your efforts. So you think the more people give money to those who are begging on the street is going to continue to enable them to stay in the street because they're making a good, uh, a good pocket, uh, they're pocketing a good amount of money uh, for doing it. So then it's not going to give them any incentive. Hmm? Yeah, because they're not going to go away. They're going to still keep on doing this. Well, hang on there a second, Jude. Uh, Niall, you're live in Classic. It's Aiden, Niall. How are you, Mike? How are things? Jude is a bit harsh, would you think? Well, I mean, I, I know where he's coming from. I can see where he's coming from in this one. But I, I just see them. I mean, I see them out and about all the time. So, I mean, you can count on one hand those who are in genuinely need of a few bob. The rest of them are just there because they know it's handy money. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it is. The time. You know, I mean, I've seen a guy there begging. I don't, you know the AI, you know the AIB bank in Cluster there on, at the roundabout on Malloy Road. So your, your line's gone a bit funny there now. Go again, tell, tell us that again. It's it the bank there, the AIB bank there on the Malloy Road. Right. In Cluster, there off St. Bridges Road. Right. A guy sits there, Rome, a gypsy, and he comes on a bicycle. Have you observed this happening? Yeah, I have, on a number of occasions. Right. And I see him every night going home on his bike and him and two of our two other fellas going home on his bike. And, and how, you, how, fellas, how are you sure he's a Roma? Have you asked him? I know his language and I know when you're looking at him. Right. I actually spoke with him because I told him he was sitting beside the, uh, the, uh, the, the bank machine, which you know and I know is, it's, it's illegal to beg beside a bank machine. Well, aggressive begging is illegal. Well, a beggar, actually, beggar beside a bank machine is illegal. Mm-hmm. Well, can, 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 can certainly be moved on, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, is he badly in need of a few, Bob? 
Well, uh, look, and, and I've heard plenty of stories, and there was the famous story, I think it was on, on Henry Street a few years ago, where there was a gentleman begging. Um, I don't know where he was from, it doesn't, does, doesn't concern me. However, he was begging uh, in the freezing cold, in fact, during the snow, I think it was, uh, with, in, in his bare feet. And I think every person was going and buying the poor man's socks, and then discovering he wasn't wearing the socks after buying them the socks, because obviously he thought it was more beneficial to, to, to you know, get more money if he, if, if he looked very cold. So... I understand these things happen. Uh, however, if you're to judge someone, then uh, from your own point of view, Niall, of, of um, you know, someone who is genuinely down and out, I suppose, would you ever give those a few, Bob? Well, I knew he was genuinely down and out. Well, I wouldn't give him money. I'd buy him a roll and a coffee, but I'd never give them money because you have to consider their, um, that they might have other uh, problems, like addiction problems, alcohol. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you give somebody money, they're going to head off and buy a, a can of beer, bottle of whiskey, where a hot, a hot roll and a cup of coffee in a cold day is, is, is more uh, beneficial to him. Then giving actual money, which you think he could, uh, he or she could go off and spend on on the addiction they may have. Well, hang on there a second, because in fairness, and that's the view of a lot of people, and a lot of people uh, would do that. They would they would consider buying a cup of coffee or a sambo more beneficial. Um, I, as I mentioned already, that story in the United States where they reckon you shouldn't even feed those who are begging at all, not feed nor money, no food nor money, uh, because it only enables the, the continuation of that begging. Yeah. In America, have you been in America? I have actually, yeah, a few times. Yeah, right. Did you ever see them? And they get the they uh, they go around. Did you ever see them wheeling the trolleys? Yeah. And they have the uh, the plastic. What they do is, and it's a brilliant idea. They go around picking out the plastic bottles, and they can go in and get vouchers. Mm. The vouchers they can buy food out of, but they can't buy cigarettes. Yeah, food food stamps essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is a brilliant idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, hang on there a second. Patrick, you're live in Classic. It's Aidan Patrick. Mike, how are you keeping? Not well, too bad. You wanted to direct something at Jude, did you? First first of all, thank God that, that, that I've no uh, blood DNA, uh, Jude's DNA blood in my system because uh, I'd be listening to him on the radio and, and some of his pints, he's, he's, he's halfway there and most of the pints, he's completely off his bloody rocker. So you think, you think he's off his rocker, obviously, with this one? I'd like, I'd like to ask Jude, has he ever actually... Now, I'm down the west of Ireland and, and being Galway, and there was a bloke there one day, and I sat down beside him, I gave a cigarette, I had a chat to him. I'd like to know, has, Joe, uh, uh, has Jude ever actually sat down with a homeless person and had a chat to them, no matter if they're Irish or where in the world they're from? Or did he just walk by them and thinking they're fashion the side of the road? That's what he's coming across. Like. Well, Why Jude. Why would I ever want to talk to him? What would they ever bring to my table? Because maybe they would tell you there's maybe your maybe your perception of them would change if they if you could just hear their situation. No, I wouldn't. That you have children, Jude, and no, I don't have children. You you don't have children. No. Have your nieces or nephews? Yes, but I don't. I have nieces or nephews. God, God, bloody help them. That's all I'd say. If if they have an uncle. Uh, 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 Why does God have to do with this? What does God have to do with this? Well, he's just what? using it as a phrase, isn't he? What does God have to do with it? If that was a, if that was a dog on the side of the road, you'd probably walk by it as well, would you? Yeah, wouldn't have my dog. Wouldn't have to. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't be my dog. problem. It's all about, it's all, is it all about you at the end of the day, Joe? That, oh, it's all about me. It sure is. It's all about me. Yeah. It's all about you. Yeah, so that's selfish, right. Yeah. Yeah, I won't swear because it's daytime radio, but to come across to be a selfish MF. 
You know, well, in, in fairness, Jude, a lot of people on the text here, 87 are of the same conclusion um, that you are coming to the same conclusion that you are yeah. self-centred, uh, selfish, and uh, maybe you should opinion. take a look I'm at yourself. Yeah, I'm entitled to an opinion. Of course you are, yeah. I don't care what other people think. As long as it doesn't cost me money, I don't care what people think. At the end of the day, Jude, if that was someone that you worked with that fell in hard times and, and you, they were colleagues of yours and you seen them on the side of the road, you'd walk by them. You, you, you wouldn't stop and sit down and, and say, well... How's life? What's happening? How come, how, how come you're lying on the side of the road? Well, it wouldn't happen because I, my I friends or colleagues would, aren't homeless. People are only two paychecks from losing everything, Jim. Well, Patrick, have, not, everybody, but, but Pat, not everybody. Patrick, have you ever sat down with someone who's homeless on the street I've, I've, and, and I've, asked I've, them their I've, situation? I've, I've, I've been in Galway and I sat down with a bloke one day and, and I sat down and had a cigarette with him. I was there for about half an hour with him and I chatted with him. He was from Bulgaria. He fell in hard time. And I gave him a cigarette. I said, do you want a coffee? I says, I'm not giving you no money, I said. I said, give you no money. I said, go and get your coffee. I says, then I'll give you a cigarette and I'll have a chat to you. And, and he, his face lit up. He, he was actually smiling that, that someone sitting down beside him actually have a, having a conversation with the man instead of walking by and treating him like a piece of... But so, now, with fairness, some of them now are taking the, are taking the mic off. Some of them do take the mic. Yeah, and we're aware of that, to be that. fair. Let's we're not beat around the bush but, on that one. There are but, people but, taking the, taking but the mic, yeah. there are people out there that fell in hard times and, and have got a pot to piss in and, and instead of giving them money, even even just give them just just give them a hot drink or something, and ask them, I just say hello, how are you? Just hello, Jude. But I suppose I suppose going? Patrick Jude is saying, and I know he's saying it in, a, in, a, in an extreme way. He's saying, look, he earns his heart, he earns his cash. He goes through his stresses. He goes through his ups and downs or whatever, like we all do. And then you're expected then to just give free money to people who decide they'll sit out in the street and just money. grab your money. I, I, at the end of the day, you don't have to give money. You could you, you could get them uh, a cup of soup or something or a hot drink, something, a cold drink if it was the summer or whatever. You could just, just sit here, have a drink or whatever. Mm. And that's a good deed done for the, for the day then. That's my attitude. Anyway, that's... that's that's. Yeah, no, you make a fair point. Jude, yeah, you're saying quiet yeah. there. Would you not give a, hot, a, a cup of coffee and, or a cup and, of tea? And, I mean, there's no, no major skin off your nose. No, I wouldn't give them nothing. Actually, they do serve a purpose. I remember years ago, years ago, when my son was much younger... And I, we were walking by the, this junkie, and I told him, I said, if, that's, if you ever take drugs, that's what you'll end up with, like, if you touch drugs, you'll end up. So they were actually good, it was a good, they were a good picture, they were a good illustration of what not to do with your life. I did tell my son that. Right, so that's, uh, so, so homeless, or those begging okay. on the street, those homeless are useful so that you can teach your son a lesson. Yeah, I showed him that that junkie, I said, you shove drugs into you, that's where your life's going, down the drain. Was I wrong to say that? Is that untrue to say that to a child? Well, I mean, but not not all people who are begging on the street, not all homeless people have drug addictions. No, but they're on the street because they're on the street for whatever reason. Most of them don't want to help themselves. But that's my opinion. People can give their money. I'm not telling people don't give them. I'm not. If people want to do that, do it. It's their money. I'm just saying I don't do it. That's my personal view. Because like you can beg, you can crawl, but I'm not the Vince of the Park. I won't be doing it. Right. Well, hang on, both of you, if you can, because I want to take uh, Karen on. You're live in Classic Gates. How are you doing, Karen? Not too bad. Good stuff. So we're asking here, is it helpful or harmful uh, to give money uh, or indeed food as well? Because that's mentioned in the article that I mentioned earlier on. Uh, is it helpful or harmful? Harmful? What do you reckon, Karen? Well, in some cases, to be quite honest, I was in Cork recently, and there was a guy begging. Right. An elderly lady, an elderly lady gave him money for tea, and I came around a while later. He was sitting outside pennies, 
Yeah, he wanted the poll selling drugs. So he sent money off the elderly who've paid tax to feed him all the his life. Uh-huh. And he's selling drugs. There's two guys in Limerick that I would only give it to, one of which is a busker and the other guy is genuinely homeless mm-hmm. with his dog. And they're the only two. And my 15-year-old will only give it to those as well. Mm. Well, there you go. Uh, there you go, Patrick. You can kind of see how that might, uh, you know, might taint the view of someone who would uh, who would usually give money. If you see the person actually selling drugs afterwards or using that money for drugs or whatever the case may be, you can understand why people would be reluctant. Pa- oh, sorry, Patrick, are you still there? Oh, Patrick's gone. Is he? No worries. Uh, but anyway, um, so Karen, in, in relation to what Jude is saying as well, he reckons that uh, no matter what kind of situation he would see somebody in, uh, somebody who's begging, he's just not going to give a penny to. End of story. Well, some of them. I, I would give it to some. You know they're genuinely homeless. You know by looking at them. Mm. You know, you see fellas outside the local Tesco's begging and you're looking at them and they have the best of clothes on and you're going, yeah, okay. You know, they have money because they're wearing 200 euro trainers. Mm. You know they have money. Right, okay, yeah. And and, and by giving them money, it's just further feeding you're maybe encur- some... Yes. It's encouraging uh, whatever racket it may be happening or whatever yes. uh, with, with those people. Okay, hang on a second. 1854 if you want to get in touch about this, by the way. Uh, or WhatsApp or text 087-188-0008. I have mentioned, by the way, uh, that this week we're giving you the chance to win a two-night stay uh, in the contemporary bedroom, in a contemporary bedroom at the four-star Limerick uh, Strand Hotel in the heart of the city in more ways than one. And uh, anybody who gets in touch, uh, either eight. 1850, either via 1854 uh, or WhatsApp's 087-188-0008 is in uh, for that prize. And uh, lots of you have been WhatsApping in as well. Homeless people have no one to blame but themselves. This one says from John and Cork, uh, the government always help people who are in danger of losing their homes. Uh, the Simon community help. Also, if homeless people won't take the help off these organisations, why should people give money to the homeless? Uh, Jude is 100% right, says John and Cork. So there you go, Jude, that's someone agreeing with you. Do you reckon it's helpful or harmful uh, to give money to those begging on the street? 1854 or WhatsApp 87 uh, We're talking about uh, those who are begging on the street. And I did mention that this kind of... this. Uh, uh, Around this time of the year, I suppose, people do have the old uh, heartstrings pulled at, don't we, um, in relation to people begging on the street, particularly when it gets very cold and it comes into the festive season and all that. And uh, maybe people are statistically more likely uh, to give to someone begging on the street. But a story I read from the UK uh, has a headline that reads, Public generosity not helping city beggars, say council officials. And they say it's an epidemic at the moment uh, with people giving money and giving food and all that uh, to those who are begging on the street. And it is further enabling either their addiction or further enabling them uh, to hang around and stay on the street long term because they're making some good money out of it. Now, they say, and this is in the UK, by the way, and I'm not saying this happens here, and it's all speculation. However, um, some officials in in Nottingham, where where this story comes out of, are saying that uh, some who are begging are making uh, upwards of around £45,000 a year. Now, believe that if you want uh, but that is coming from um, a, a specialist within the field of, of, of a homeless uh, charity, uh, having spoken to some people and uh, believes that they are getting or some homeless people have told her uh, that they are getting in around uh, 40 to 45,000 pounds a year. So therefore they're saying, well, if you're going to keep giving money to homeless people, um, that's, that, that amount of money, number one, could kill them because, you know, if they have addictions or whatever and uh, could further enable them to 
you know, not uh, to continue to beg and not have any incentive, I suppose, uh, to get off the street. So with all that in mind, um, I'm asking if it's helpful or harmful to give uh, money to homeless people. And I know some of you may be listening today having, you know, given to a homeless person uh, over the last few days or the last few weeks and you're thinking to yourself, my God, did I do anything wrong? I mean... Not really, nor are you ever probably going to find out whether it was wrong or right. But some officials are saying that it is the wrong thing to do that is only enabling people to stay in the street. 1854 10494 or 087-188-0008. Andy, you're live in Classic Hits. How are you doing, Andy? How are you and all? How are you going, man? Not too bad at all. Go ahead, Andy. Uh, your your, your um, experience in this. You were homeless yourself. I was homeless about 10 years ago. Myself, my girlfriend, my child. We were all left homeless. And uh, it wasn't due to circumstances of our own. It was due to the recession of the government, basically, and what they'd done with us. So I'm a working lad, and I've always worked on sites all my life. Mm. Um, a few different trades behind me. But, yeah, basically, what happened there when it coming into the recession, we got destroyed by revenue. Mm-hmm. They took everything we had. Um, we were on the streets. We had to, uh, only for a very good friend of ours out in uh, on Mountain mentioned that she actually took us in. That was one of our kids' rooms. But we were in a position we couldn't even feed ourselves. Now... I'll tell you where I am now. I actually own a limited business. So for anyone to say that anyone that's homeless to be little in them, and I don't get me wrong, I do agree on this. A certain amount of people are yeah, used for drugs or using, you know, just other um, non-national people as well that are, are, are like gangs and they're putting people off to, to beg. But um, not everyone that's on the street is begging for a profit or mm-hmm. their drug habit. And I don't agree with what that man said, that shallow man, I forget his name. Yeah, uh, Jude, Jude. A horrible shallow man, him. You know that, and I swear to like another man said it. I hope nothing ever happens to his family because you know that's that's a horrible man to even think like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I, I'll actually I'll, I'll come back to him in a second just to, to, to give his, his reaction to that. But I'm interested about your story though, Andy. Uh, sorry, how many children do you have? I have two children. Two children, one so. Of them, one of them wasn't born at the time. Okay, so you had one child on the street with you and your other half. Um, well, there was one, yeah, one, and basically, we, as I said, we were homeless, but uh, we were actually managing to sleep on sofas until actual friends woke us in. Okay, so, yeah, do, so did you, did you, did you ever actually end up out on the street? Yeah, I've been on the street before. Yeah, overnight. Yeah. And, and did you ever beg? No, we had the rock Right, so you, you never did. And I, I, I wouldn't be ashamed of that at all. Then, with the fairness, and if you ask me, who was responsible for it? It's this government. Sure, look what they have now. Talk about homeless people begging on the street. Sure, half this country, the children that you have in Dublin here alone, in hotels, they're homeless. Mm. They're homeless children. They're homeless parents. I have to, them poor children have to go up at 6 o'clock in the morning, travel hours to school, and go back and stay in a hotel room. That's homeless. And who's to blame for it in fairness? It, 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 it hit the nail on the head here. Being a, being a father, being a girl. That's exactly who's to blame for what this country is like. And the poor people that are on the street, there is a majority of people on the street that take drugs, and God love them. It's an illness that they have too, and they do need help. There's a majority of people that are doing it for profit. There's a massive majority of people in the amount of people that are on the street that are begging just to feed themselves. Mm. I'm just trying to get their shelter, like, you know. And um, I've done a job there. We've done a job up in the Coranda Street there a few years ago. About three, four years ago it was. Um, and there was this young lad outside. I was looking out the window on my lunch break, and I was foreman on the job at the time. Looked out the window and uh, this lad I say he's in his mid twenties and I seen him there for the morning and he was walking up and down on that. I went off then at the second break, went down and got some food and I was coming back up the road and I had a pack of crisps in my hand. Mm-hmm. That poor young lad was walking up. Couldn't give us your crisps, could you? My heart went out to him. I said, Are you hungry? He said, I'm starving. 
I said, come on back down to the shop. So I went back down to the shop and bought some lunch. Mm. So for the time that we were on that side there, we were on it for another month. Every day a lot was lunch. Jesus, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, what, yeah, it's tough. The poor lad was starving. Yeah, it is tough. I, I, absolutely. I, I think that what has happened as well, though, Andy, and, and it was it was uncovered a few years ago in relation to, to, to gangs and rackets and all that, uh, actually going out and begging strategically. And I think that has made a lot of people reluctant. And I think that's unfortunate because, as you say, there are people like that young fella who are genuinely homeless, genuinely may not even be addicted to any drugs. There's a lot of mental health issues uh, on the street as well. And people have this tendency to think that uh, if you're homeless, you're on drugs or you're on drink uh, or you're in some sort of racket and that's it. Oh, you know, do, do you know what I mean? Had, yeah, I did hear that uh, back a couple of years ago as well about gangs forming and dropping people off to, to beg around the streets and mm. then they're going and collecting them. So, and I, look, I'm not debating that, but what I am saying is that you can't paint everything with the same brush. There's people on the streets and they're homeless and they literally are hungry, they're looking for shelter. Like, I've seen there, I was only on Facebook there a few days ago, on Garda Shea Corner, stopping people handing out food in the, in the city centre. Yeah. Like, where do you go with that? And that's being handed out to homeless people. Uh-huh. I think there's a massive problem here with everyone. I think it, if you want to get to the root of this problem, if you want to fix the problem, get to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is you running this country. You know, and it has to be fixed from there on. And there's going to be more people, innocent people, homeless, and made homeless on the street due to all of these multiple homes, taking homes. Yeah. And have people in, we're in the hotels. And then we're out there hearing only on the radio here now that they're, the councils are going to start putting people out. They can't pay rent because there's so many arrears on them. This country is a joke. Or it was. What I do want to ask you, though, uh, Andy, before I have to let you go, because your, li- your line isn't great. You're obviously in, in transit at the moment. Um, but but tell us. So so when you when you had been homeless for that time with your family, and now you have a, a company. But where was what happened between being homeless and, and getting on your feet to, to get a company? How how did that happen? Uh, just look. Like the Rome wasn't built in a day. That's what um, went through depression a whole lot. I, I, I just thought of my own mind. supposed to get myself out of this and pick my life back up. Mm. Between that, then the last 10 years, I have walked my bones off, basically, getting mm. life to where it is now. And I'm still walking my bones off. And mm. I've never stopped. But what I will do, I'll always try to put this, uh, the security in place for myself and my family that that doesn't happen to us again. Right. Well, let me, let me, just, let me just ask Jude very quickly before I let you go. Jude, are you still there, by the way? Yes. Yeah, well, there you go. There's uh, Andy giving his story. Um, not addicted to drugs, nothing like that. He is part of, I suppose, what you would call the new homeless, uh, you know, involved in this crisis we've had over the last few years, particularly during the recession and straight after it. Uh, can, can you understand his situation? And although he didn't beg, can you understand why someone like that might uh, beg? And, and, and what, what opinion would you have of him, I suppose, if he was to beg? I have a very low opinion of beggars. And that gentleman there talking there he said oh they're only begging for food have you noticed anywhere around this city or any city in ireland is there no one is emaciated there's no one walking around emaciated no one well so I- this thing of begging for food it's ridiculous no one is emaciated and if they were they wouldn't have the energy to be begging if you were emaciated right Anyway, he, he has no sympathy, no matter what your situation, uh, as, far, as far as I can see, um, Andy. So listen, thanks so many for the call, and Jude as well. I do have to take a break.
1854 if you want to get into this. Loads of texts, actually. My, my apologies, I haven't gotten around to half of them. Uh, hi, uh, hi there. Hope that guy never comes into hardship and needs help like the many others who can't manage to pay bills and keep a roof over their heads in today's expensive, fast-paced world. It can all go wrong very, very quickly. One pay packet away from disaster. Be kind. Every little helps, even if you don't think it's your responsibility, uh, says Moraid. I'm not religious, but I know how to be kind. Uh, and uh, if I feel the person needs some kindness and yeah maybe not always money but donating and shopping in charity shops is also a way of helping the homeless people I wonder does he shop in charity shops I'm sure uh, referring to Jude there as well uh, also there are so many young families with no home living in hotels can you not give to them because uh, you think they are scum also uh, that WhatsApp says and uh, I was in London last year and there was a lady begging beside a hot dog stall so I thought it would be nice to get her one uh, when I handed it to her she said uh, she was a vegetarian Right, okay. Uh, thanks for that. That's that's definitely an unusual reaction, I'd have to say. Uh, but if she's a vegetarian, she's a vegetarian, so what? Uh, homeless people are in their situation not just from drugs, but to be safe and to listen to the homeless charities. You should not give them money. But I would always get them food or coffee or shoes, warm clothes if they needed it uh, from Johnny in Cork and I'll read the final one here before I go to the break uh, Mike would you ask uh, Jude uh, has he ever thought of anyone else other than himself uh, also has he ever given money to a charity as an adult well he's gone now uh, so I, I can't ask him that but uh, lots of reaction in relation to Jude he certainly angered a lot of people this Monday afternoon thanks for joining us and uh, thanks for your whatsapps your texts and your calls to 1854 and your audio messages as well on whatsapp the homeless crisis has gone so bad these days recently it's just everywhere you go in town now you just see them everywhere and i've started to give more people money that i have i don't have much myself but i try and give them as much as i can well there you go and that's exactly what we're talking about uh, would you give to someone begging on the street someone uh, who is homeless someone who's down and out uh, no matter what their circumstance may be would you throw them a few bob maybe you'd throw them uh, you know a coffee or a sambo or something like that well some experts are saying that it's counterproductive that it's not the right thing to do it seems so harsh though doesn't it it does seem harsh. If you were someone who do who would regularly give to uh, homeless people on the street or people begging on the street, who may not be homeless as well, of course, um, it would seem you know an awful jolt to the system just to pass by and say, you know what, my friend, I'm doing you a favour by not giving you anything. Lots of WhatsApps in and texts, by the way, in relation to other ways you can help uh, those who are on the street. And it is buying in charity shops. It is donating to various charitable organisations uh, who deal with uh, homeless um, people on the street and those in the, in the, on the front line, I suppose, dealing with homeless uh, around this country. So there are other ways to do it. Uh, but then that's all well and good until you're caught up in a situation where you might be walking into a shop or a garage or whatever and see someone shivering with a cold looking for a few bob. Would you throw the money? Would you not? Do you think it's harmful? Do you think it's harmless? 87 I want to go to James. You're on line one you're, and you're live in Classic Hits. How are you, James? Hi, Mike. How are you? Not too bad, James. Tell us your story, please. Yeah, I was listening to Jude, obviously. I, I know he has his own opinion or whatever, but I certainly wouldn't have that take on, on, on homeless people. Uh-huh. They're hitting hard times, and as you mentioned, not everyone is there because of addiction. No, that's and true. He, uh, and I know he said that he showed his kids a drug addict on the street. Yeah. Uh, the question I would have liked to ask him if he was still on, is he a smoker and is he a drinker? And if he is, has he showed his kids people with lung cancer? Mm-hmm. Uh, as you showed that people with alcoholism that fall around 
it's not just drugs that people get destroyed by. Uh-huh. There's lots of different ways. But anyway. Absolutely. And by the yeah, way, sorry. sorry, James, before you go on with that story, I should mention mental health again because we can't avoid yeah. it. And that, uh, yeah. that is also an issue and, and, and can, can lead people uh, down a very unfortunate path of, of looking for various types of help and ending up um, in, in a down and out position. So that's worth, worth mentioning as well. It's not yes, all about drugs, it's not that. all about yeah. drinking, it's not all that's about begging, begging rackets. For myself, so I should have mentioned that as well. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, um, back in the 90s, I lived over in London uh, in the early 90s. And myself and my buddy were going out meeting a couple of other lads in, in London in city centre. Mm-hmm. And we were coming up uh, Piccadilly Station, and we heard the tin whistle being played. So we started chatting, saying, geez, your man's not too bad. Anyway, we stopped up talking to the lad that was playing the tin whistle. And he was begging, he had his cap out, whatever. He was only a young guy, about 20. So we got chatting to him, and uh, he was telling us where he's from and so on. And uh, cut a long story short, we asked him why is he here in this freezing cold, and why is he begging? And coming up to Christmas time, this mm-hmm. was the Christmas period. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he told us that he hadn't confronted basically his parents about the situation that he was in. He hadn't told them that he was uh, homeless. Uh, like, it's very easy to get homeless in London than it is here. Uh-huh. Um, Sorry, was, it, was he an Irish guy, as a matter of interest? He was an Irish lad. Yeah, an Irish lad, yeah. yeah. About 20, 21. Uh-huh. And um, so we, we got talking to him and said, would, would you not just own up to your parents and say to them? I'm sure you'd be glad to talk to you and bring you home. So... We convinced him, and he gave us his home number. Myself and my buddy, rather than give him money, we brought him to a payphone booth in Leicester Square. We rang his parents. This is about midnight at night. Uh-huh. We rang his parents and got talking to his father, and his father was taken back by the story, obviously. Uh-huh. And his father cried on the phone and said, thanks a million for doing what you've done. I've just gone on and booked a flight. My wife's been on to Aer Lingus, at that time the only one that was going over. And she booked the flight for tomorrow morning. Is there any chance you can get him out to the airport? So we, at the time, just thought we'd do the phone call for him. But look, we weren't going to let him stuck. So we paid a taxi driver to bring him to Heathrow Airport. And we said to the taxi driver to make sure he's brought to Heathrow Airport. He's getting a 6 a.m. flight tomorrow morning. And the taxi driver brought him. I've never heard from the guy since. Neither wow. is my mate. Um... Well, it was our good deeds, you know. Yeah. We, we were only young lads ourselves, and uh, yeah. that amount of money we spent that night was nearly, I'd say, a quarter of our week's disposable income. It's an amazing but, story and a fantastic thing to have done. And I suppose what it does say as well is, okay, you know, not everyone obviously has to go to those extremes and what you did was, yeah. was fantastic. But even yeah. just even just talking to someone and finding out their situation yeah. Might, yeah, yeah. might blow you away, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I've, and ever since then, I do, when I pass somebody... You, you can tell the people that are there through addiction. Mm. And even if they are through addiction, I have great time for people. I stop and I'll talk to them. And I would never give them money because it does enable their addictions. I would buy them a sandwich or a cup of tea or, you know, whatever they wanted. It was a bar of chocolate even sometimes. Sometimes they'd even ask you to get them a blanket. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you could afford it. And by the way, back to the story you were telling us about from London. Yeah. Um, did you kind of get to the get to grips with what the father thought was going on? Yeah, the father. You know, did, did he working. just think he was doing fine over in London? Yeah, yeah. He had gone to London that summer, and the father thought he was working away, and he had been telling his parents he'd been working away. And uh, little did they know, their son was in the middle of uh, Piccadilly Station playing a tin whistle with his cap out, and that's how he intended to spend the Christmas. Now, he told us that he was in a, a house of about 
15 people at the time. Mm-hmm. But there was a couple of older guys that were a bit rough and tough. So he left the house and he preferred to sleep in the in this train station. Right. So that that was a choice that he took. But still, at the same time, he was homeless. Uh, he hadn't the fear to get home and he hadn't the courage to tell his parents that he was in that mess. Fasc- so, fasc- a fascinating story. Well, listen, hang on there, uh, James. Yeah, and and do, yeah. do stay in the line if you can, because I want to talk to David. Um, you're in Dublin. Uh, afternoon to you, David. Good afternoon. How are you doing, Mike? Not, not too bad. Tell us your story on this one. Well, Mike, it's not just a story. It's just, uh, there's, there's different types of beggars out there. There's people that are destitute and they need help and that they have no choice but to beg on the street. Yeah. And, and there are people with addictions and alcohol and drugs and all the rest of it and, and they're out for their own reasons. And we have a hardcore group of professional beggars that are dropped off every single morning to the best spots. They know the best spots to beg. They know the best times to be sitting outside the church. They know. They even know when the family mass is around that they just sit there and beg and know that that's when they're going to get more money than at another time. And I live in Malahide. We have beggars. We have a fair amount of beggars there in the village. And the hotspot for them is outside super value. Mm. And the newsagent store that's practically right next door to where they beg has told us that they would change about 100 euros a day in coin back into notes in their shop. Mm. So that that's the sort of money that they're making. I mean, they're not doing it for the good of their health. They're doing it. If they weren't getting any money, they wouldn't do it. I have I mean, absolutely no doubt. I've no doubt about it. And and a few years ago, you know, if you were doing the show, whatever, and people started mentioning about rackets and all that, you'd be quite careful about it. And you'd say, well, we don't know now that that's happening. We actually do know that it's happening. There's no... For, I, for I, a fact, it's happening. It, 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 is, it is happening. But however, the only thing I would say to you, David, is that that is a matter for the guards. And that is criminality. It's organised criminality. So they absolutely, have to look after yeah. that. However, if I see a young woman or a young fella on the street who's begging, like the fellow I mentioned earlier on, with the no socks and he's, he's getting his few quid on Henry Street and people are continuing to give him socks and he's taking the socks off because he reckons he's getting a few more bob or whatever. Maybe you'll call me a snowflake. But I actually still feel a bit sorry for that young fella. And I'll tell you why. Because he's not the guy who's orchestrating all of this. And he's not the guy who's, you know, uh, strategically organising various points in the city to beg from or whatever. And more than likely, if he doesn't get his amount of money that he needs to get, his, 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 I don't know, he probably has to reach a certain amount or God knows what will happen to him. So we probably need to come, become a little more aware of that as well. The people that are out begging are not the, the main criminals, if you know what I mean. They're not, not the orchestrators of this. Picking them up and counting the money at the end of the night. But as you say, that that is a thing for the guards. But well, the guards won't do anything about that. So we know that. Well, in fairness, but, they they did step in. I mean, law was brought in a few years ago, and it was evident everywhere, particularly in big cities, when you know you'd have uh, aggressive begging constantly, particularly outside pubs and nightclubs and all the rest of it. And there were horrific stories, and they did step in. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm sure they did. It's, it's like a, an epidemic at the minute. There are beggars everywhere, and the professional beggars are everywhere. And then the answer to your question would be, no, I wouldn't give them any money at all. If I thought, there's a particular beggar on Henry Street that has a rabbit. I'm sure everybody knows him. And my kids always run up to him and they're at the rabbit. And we always give him a few, Bob. Yeah, and, 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 you know what? and you know what? That's an interesting topic, actually. I'm sure Niall has probably dealt with that. But maybe something we'll, in my time on the show uh, this week we might bring up, actually. He's actually using pets. Uh, because I see that. There's one on, uh, oh, I think it's Dame Street, um, who, who I've often seen using a little puppy as well out in the freezing cold and all that. But obviously, yeah, just, obviously uh, brings in the cash, ultimately. Of course. Well, it's like the you women know. on O'Connell Bridge that have the babies. They're all your professional beggars, but that, that's, they're hitting yeah. at the soft spot, aren't but they? But you see, so, I, I don't, yeah. 
No matter, no matter how, I, I, I hope there, I will never be no as down and out that I will need to be out in the street, but I don't think anyone necessarily wants to do that. And I think the people who are orchestrating these big rackets are certainly not the people out on Henry Street or, you know, uh, Air Square or whatever in the freezing cold. They're not the ones doing it. It's the poor unfortunate that's, you know, brought up in this world that are forced out in the street. Absolutely. Look, I, I do totally agree with you, but as I say, that, that is what we have going on on our streets. Well, you know, and they yeah. just appeal to people's good nature and all the rest of it. But certainly the professional beggars, I would not give any money to. Yeah, no, fair enough. Well, listen, thanks, uh, gents, James no, 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 and, and David. No, no. Thanks for the call. Have a no, good no, afternoon. No, all right, no, take no, care, no, lads. No, all the best. No, uh, no, and no. thanks for all your calls and uh, WhatsApps and phone calls and all that today. Actually, another uh, bit of WhatsApp audio just to finish up on today. Hiya, Mike. Uh, love the show. Doing a great job. Um, yeah, in relation to the homeless people, if I see them on the streets um, late at night begging or whatever, I'd ask them that they want a cup of tea or a packet of smokes or a sandwich uh, rather than give them cash I was just in the fear that they might drink it or put it up their arm and I don't want to be a part of that but I don't I don't mind helping anybody give them a dig out you know Alright thanks a million for that and indeed to all of you uh, who as I say texted and whatsapped in today Real people Real opinions Real talk radio The multi award winning Niall Boylan show Classic Hits